Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Adam Balderstone for another episode of Bedrock and Balderstone, and we're talking about Farscape Season 1, Episodes 16 and 17. So that's a human reaction, which is the episode where uh, Crichton returns to Earth through a wormhole and some unexpected events occur, and through the Looking Glass, which is uh, a really odd episode where, uh, where Moya... She gets lodged in a dimension of some kind, like another dimension. And... Yeah, basically the equivalent of hyperspace. Yeah. It kind of splits into three, I think, or is it four? I, I, I don't know. I can't remember, but but it was a very odd episode, and uh, and it was a product of her uh, uh, star bursting. Star bursting, that's what it's called, right? Yeah. Yeah, star bursting when she... Um, I just I just realized it's named after the candy. Um, when, uh, was that intentional or was that just? Uh, was that, I have no idea. But, I have no idea. But so she starbursted while she was pregnant, and not apparently not an advisable time to starburst, and uh, and so yeah. uh, so this happened. So so yeah. So I don't know, Adam. Do you want to? Do, do we need to go over the plot, or should we just get into our reactions to it? Because I know our time today is a little more limited than usual. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, obviously you gave the summaries already. So, yeah, just give your opinion on the first episode. What do you think? So a human reaction I enjoyed. Um, I was a little on the fence at first, which I often am in programs. (laughs) Um, But and and it was weird because the episode had a totally different tone than all the other episodes that I've seen. It felt like like they were playing this heavy music in the background. And I felt like it was the kind of music you would have heard in an evening like soap drama or something. Do you know what I mean? It was like, hmm. and like not just a soap drama, but maybe even something like uh like Walker, Texas Ranger, or you know, other, you. T- other types of shows yeah. that, you know, I, I felt like it was trying to make me feel like I was on earth. Do you know what I mean? Like, I felt like that was the effect that they were going yeah. for with the tone. Yeah. Um, and then there was that. And again, there are spoilers here that Holy shit. Rigel just got killed moment in the show and then i was like well they couldn't have possibly killed rigel so this must be some kind of hallucination or some kind of fantasy um and i was yeah. get i was starting to get annoyed because i was like well if this is just a dream i'm gonna be really pissed off do you know what i mean um uh-huh. but i i and it was kind of just a dream but it it, it, it did kind of also happen so i felt it, that yeah Exactly, I, I agree with that. It's it, it is. It, oh, there's a lot of consequential things about this episode. And there's there's things you don't even know that will matter about this episode in the future. So okay. it's not it's not a cop out. Like ha ha, nothing happens. Like, if nothing else, it's like you know because all of the main characters were in this hallucination. It's like everything that happened between Crichton and Aaron, that all really happened, yeah. you know, which is huge. But, didn't, but, that, but they cut through that, right? And we didn't see anything. So we don't know the full details, correct? They did. They Basically, they did. They did sleep together. That is uh, a something. No, but, that the, but OK, but there was a weird exchange of dialogue the next day between yeah. Crichton and Aaron. And and so it's 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 fine fine but it's just not the top priority right but, now. She's but here's the thing. With... <laughs> okay, so here's the line of dialogue. He basically said, "So, Aaron, about last night," and she said, "Oh, it's fine." Okay, so that's the kind of conversation that would often be had if impotence was an issue. In in, in do you know uh, what I mean? Like, no, no, in a TV I, I show. Read it that way. I just read it as I just read it as him feeling awkward about like just okay. in general. Well, it's I, when she said it's fine. That's when I thought, oh, maybe like he, he couldn't, 
do anything that night. Do you know what I mean? I I just read it as just, you know, her business-like manner of, look, we're just going to, you know, she's just a very, you know... But she's not she's not a romantic person or anything, and she just okay, yeah, that was fine. But but here's the thing: so you're probably right. You're the, you're the bigger fan than me, and you know what's coming down the pike here. So I'll assume that you're correct. But I think what I'm observing here is a good argument for why they should include some amount of sex when sex is supposed to happen. Simply because <laughs> I didn't know. I, I I honestly concluded that he was impotent the night before because that was my reading of the dialogue. So. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but no, no, that that is not the way I read it. But yeah, I, you know, but as far as things from there, and I I think I think I think one interesting thing with her character in here that's 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 just a notable revelation of her as a person is that. She has no concept of family loyalty at all. It is literally an alien concept to her. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, when Crichton trusts his father or whatever, it just, the idea you, the idea of trusting him, you know, Crichton trusting him with his father is just something that to her means nothing, nothing at all. It just doesn't, she, she is just totally, totally can't accept that. Well, and, and, um, and she also has a moment with the father, right? When, uh, yeah, um, you know, which I don't know what she said in that scene, but I think it was something positive that he, uh, you know, that was yeah. basically some kind of acceptance of him or whatever. <laughs> uh, so I thought that was a, a nice a nice moment. And at first, when they revealed what was going on, I was like, wait, that whole scene is now kind of undercut by everything that's just been revealed because he's not really the father. Yeah, but at the same time, no, because there was still a real moment between her and that alien creature that was playing yeah it was it was a moment for aaron i mean aaron aaron doing that was a moment for her like i said it's not really it's not a real relationship between her and the father but it was her willingness was was still something (laughs) and also i i liked that this sort of created some kind of really strange bond between the alien and Crichton. you know it was a yeah and and also I, I think another another thing about this episode I enjoyed it's basically kind of the Truman Show right like that's sort of the it's like a weird version of the Truman Show especially yeah. in the scene when they they find the magazines and he's like these ma- magazines are all like seven months old or, or whatever <laughs> you know uh, you know so so that scene is when I was really kind of like okay I really want to know what's going on here now because like the the way that it was sort of like oh. That guy over there I knew from high school, and that guy over there I know. And like I know everybody here; it's all from my memory. You know what's going on? So, yeah, I, I, I like the way that it was revealed, and and I don't know. I, I just enjoyed the episode. I, I uh, you know, I was, I was, I was, I was very worried when I thought Rigel was dead. I was very concerned um, when, um, uh, oh God, is the Squid Guy? What's his name? Um. um. Now you've made me forget. Da- Dargo. Dargo, yeah. thank you. I don't know why. To, I, wa- I wanted <laughs> to call him something else, and it was it was the, it was was D, but it was the wrong word. Um, but I was very concerned when he when he was shipped off to the other facility. And, you know, it because it, cause at first I was like, well, they wouldn't kill the characters, would they? And then I was like, well, maybe they've been planning to do it all season. And like and, yeah, and like they're just the going to drop them. 
So it's, it's it's going to change its format from their budget got cut. And now it's just going to be and now it's going to be a show about Aaron and Crichton on the run across Earth, I mean, like kind of an incredible Hulk type series where they go to a new a new town every week. No, but they <laughs> added a new character, right? So like I was like, oh, maybe they maybe they have a whole new crew that they're kind of trying to build. Do you mm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, they did keep. They did keep Zahn and uh, Chiana out of the uh, out of the being captured. Thing. Yeah. So yeah, there could be could have been something to that. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it, but it, it, it's a really solid episode. I think I think you know, and it's like like you say, there is a different tone to it. I think I think the scene with Crichton and Aaron, kind of right before the the sex scene, you don't see. Where, where they're just in the apartment. He's looking out the window, and there's kind of the storm and everything. It's like, that's just a really, a really good kind of dramatic scene there, I think, which has a very, very quiet tone to it, which is very different than Farscape usually is. And it was also very weird just being in, like, a mundane street with cars in the rain, right? It just <laughs> felt know. odd. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe think that more alien planet should have mundane streets with cars and rain to sort of, you know, <laughs> mix uh, it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's literally my hometown too. I mean, that's all like shot, you know, and like, oh yeah, I know that beach, and yeah. yeah. I, uh, <laughs> but it was also so it's generic enough that it could have been anywhere, right? Because it just kind of like looked like you know, it looked like any like that 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 part of the city they were in just kind of looked like any sort of residential area. So, um, so, you know, so I just immediately was kind of like, ah, oh, this feels a little bit weird. What? Hello? Looks like, we uh, are... you're back. Okay. okay. Something, I... something went wrong there, but I think oh. we're good now. Okay. Yeah. Skype has been having issues. People, I mentioned this, uh, in a podcast that won't air until next week, but you will, uh, you'll be... <laughs> Adam, we just, uh, this is a side topic, but, but we split that podcast in two. So we're going to resume uh-huh. that next week. Uh, cool. and, and listeners will find out next week what, what exactly I'm talking about, but I promise you it's going to be exciting. Um, but Skype has been acting up terribly. So, you know, I, I, we apologize. Apologies on yeah. behalf of Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, but but yeah, I, I yeah I was curious how you'd react to this episode because once again, a lot of people would be upset about the whole fake out thing. But yeah, one thing that's kind of interesting actually is this was shot at Fox Studios in Sydney, and it came out the same exact year as The Matrix, which was also shot at uh, at Fox Studios in Sydney. So <laughs> it's funny because it being set in Australia was the thing that made me made it harder for me to. to to interpret the initial like what's going on here exactly because i know nothing about australian government and how things are done and what (laughs) passes for reasonable versus unreasonable so i was just it was really it made it it made it more harrowing in a lot of ways because if i think if it was set in america i might have more immediately been set like like i might have perceived more readily something's not right here do you know what i mean but, yeah, well, I like the early clue that they give you. Like, it's not really a clue you can pick up on, but it's something you notice the second time you watch it when he's in the cell and they haven't let him out yet. And he's like, can you give me some magazine that isn't seven months old? You know, he's like, all of a sudden, cause he thinks because he thinks they're trying to hide things from him. And it's like, no, even when you get out in the rest of the world, it's still going to be the same problem. Yeah. It's because it's all out of your memory. That's why. And, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, 
that's that's a, that's a good little good little clue there. I do have to say though, Crichton, he's got he's got some deep knowledge of 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 uh, what would you call it? Checkout Lane magazine material, dude. He he likes his magazine rack. Okay, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, maybe. Because I can know. tell you, if I, if it were me, I think those magazines would probably be all blank covers. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have much memory to draw on. Uh, well, of course, keep in mind we, we we are we are we are citizens of the year 2019, where magazines are largely a uh, a you know defunct concept. That's so. true, but I think even back in the day. I, I, you know, um, and uh, yeah, I feel like there was one other point that I had before we shift on here. Oh, man, now it's escaped me, but. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, but I don't know. If it comes to me, I'll interrupt their discussion in the next episode and jump back. So. Okay. Unless you've got more to say. No, no, I'm all set. And so the next cool. one is uh, Through the Looking Glass, episode 17. Um, and I guess I should just start with my opinion on it. Is that the... Yeah, yeah, go with so, that. So I wasn't as into this episode. I think, um, I think I, maybe I was being unfair to it. I just found myself having trouble getting into it. And hmm. I think the reason was positioning if this had occurred earlier in the season i probably would have been fine with it but uh-huh. on the heels of a human reaction i wanted something that felt more rooted in like everything actually exists around you and you know, <laughs> like, like I, I i want i wanted something that just felt solid and real and what i got was an even more confusing i was legitimately confused for like the first 15 minutes of the episode and, yeah. and I, and I, and I thought, I thought there was something wrong with me. I was like, oh man, I, I, I must really be losing it. Cause I am not following what is going on here. And, uh, and, and, and maybe that's to an extent somewhat true, but at the same time, I think I was just so disoriented from having done a human reaction, then jumping into this. And my brain was just like begging for a little bit of peace before it gave me something <laughs> of this nature. Yeah, no, that, that that makes sense. I think this is actually an episode that's better the second time you watch it, too, because you're kind of more aware of mm. what Crichton's up to and everything. Because, yeah, it's it's definitely a challenging episode, too, because it's like, you know, sometimes Farscape really likes to push the viewer's buttons. It's like, let's have a dimension where there's just an annoying noise playing that's, all the time. That, that <laughs> drove me crazy. That... That made me it, it, well. So number one, the noises that they—I mean, if they were trying to annoy people, they succeeded. So I mean, I uh-huh. can at least give them points for that. But I also <laughs> don't like being annoyed, and so the, the sounds were the most infuriating sounds that I could imagine. And it wasn't just that they were infuriating sounds; they were infuriating sounds, and you could hear just enough audio to be frustrated as you tried to follow the dialogue that was going on and then it would like drop in and out and it was it was maddening it was maddening i was i was so angry during those scenes and yeah. and so i i think this this episode just did everything in its power to 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 tick me off and push me away as a viewer uh, <laughs> so so i don't know but is this is this a well-liked episode or is this a um you know, I don't know that there's a strong opinion on it. There, it definitely isn't one of the ones I hear brought up as, as being hated or anything. I think it's I think it's probably somewhere in the middle. Okay. I I actually really enjoyed watching it this time just because I was kind of knowing knowing the mechanics of what was going on. I'm like, okay, I was following it better, and I I like 
I like a lot of the comedy in this episode. I mean, I like uh, I like the whole miming between Aaron and Crichton. I find pretty enjoyable, and okay. you know, uh, Dargo's Dargo's outrage at Crichton repeatedly puking at his station where he's stuck. He's like, "Oh, I don't want that here. Do that." No, I, I just that just entertains me, and uh, and it's, I mean, uh, and the, the bookends of the episode with them wanting to all leave leave Moya and split up and go their separate ways in the ending, I think, I think comes together pretty well. So there's, there's a lot of, I, I get why a lot of people are maddened by this episode, but I, I, I find it pretty enjoyable overall. Okay. Yeah. And I, I was, I was not thrilled by the episode, but I think that, I think it, um, I, I, it wasn't, it wasn't that it was like, you know, terrible. It was also just that, I had already seen enough episodes like this that I just didn't mm. need it at this point in the series. I felt like I, I would have much preferred to see something that follows a little bit of the, you know, what had happened last episode, right? Because yeah. that was a pretty big episode and I kind of wanted some of that stuff to maybe be handled. Um, yeah, it will be soon. I'll say that much. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, it, it's, Pretty much everything is connected going forward in this season. This is kind of the last, uh, the last kind of stray episode, and I don't mean like in a sense that they don't feel like complete stories, but everything kind of flows. You know, every every episode ends where the previous one began from this point on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to that. I I I, I kind of want the story to. I like. I like when you have a season like this where there's individual episodes, but mm-hmm. it all sort of ultimately leads in a direction. Um, yeah. You know, like, you know, it's sort of like there's like maybe some kind of sprint to the finish line at the end. That's always a good, a good that, I like that structure. I, I like mm-hmm. that much better than there's a thread the whole way through that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, that's, that's actually your preferred structure is the structure for every season of Farscape. So. Okay. All right. That's <laughs> so, good. That's good. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, uh, I I'm a big fan of the seasonal structure in these uh, in this show. And so, what are we? What are we? And also, I, I, we should mention there is sort of like a moral crisis in this one, right? Because there's the issue of Moya's baby. And, oh yeah, and and like they're basically debating whether they should get rid of the baby or not. So it's kind of like it's like the I don't know what you would call it, like spaceship abortion episode. Like it's a you know it's, it's like a uh, there's a moral conundrum uh at a certain point and uh they ultimately decide to keep the baby if i and and then, yeah they, they decide that it, either all going or or none of them basically so that's the way they're gonna go and, yeah and so i thought i thought i don't know i thought that was um i thought that was one of the that was one of the parts of the episode that i was intrigued by was the the moya's baby and I was also intrigued by that weird extra-dimensional creature that Crichton was interacting with. I thought that was a really clever creature design because yeah. it was like a woman's voice, but it, that look was so bizarre. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. Um, but I got the concept immediately. Do you know what I mean? It just clicked. Like the, the, like everything fell into place with that with that entity. So, uh, but it was it was it was arrived at by very unusual means um, <laughs> yeah so. yeah it's it's it, i i know that other people find that a challenging episode so you're not 
not alone there. And like I said, I and I do think it's better the second time. But if the if the noises were that painful to you, I don't know that I really want to. I don't know that I don't know that it's that much better the second time. But it would be worth the agony. So yeah, I mean, maybe. I just I just didn't. I mean, I mean, this happened once before. There was an episode where there was a noise, and I was very annoyed. Right, I, I seem to recall that. There was probably the IET episode if there was the peacekeeper alarm on the ship that kept going. I think that, that was, might have been it. Yeah, there was yeah. there was an episode where there was a noise and it was really starting to bother me. That one that one does bother me. I, I'm not as bothered. The noise that they use in uh, in this episode doesn't doesn't infuriate me the same. But that noise in in IET that is that is an annoying noise. <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Um, and uh, and yeah, so I don't know what's the next episode. A bug's life. So a bug's life and nerve, I believe, are the two episodes we have next. Okay, I mean, I'm I'm you know now I'm wondering now I'm worried because you say that uh, things become relevant from the uh, the, <laughs> the love scene, and so now I'm like, uh oh, well, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a good thing. So what are you know? What... Well, I mean that it's you know I I just mean that it's there's that it's 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 it is it is something that really happened between the characters is my main point yeah there was actually you see what well, reason i'm so clear on what happened is because there was a lot of debate between season one and two with fans all like they were debating wait did aaron and Crichton really get together because like was that real and the, the the creators felt the need to step in between the seasons and say to fans online Yes, that Aaron really was there, and that really happened between them. So that was <laughs> we we, I, we didn't mean we didn't mean for it to be ambiguous. So <laughs> no, that's um so so yeah, that's uh and actually just because we do have a few more minutes, um mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you, Adam, did you hear because you mentioned creators? Did you hear about the uh, the Starbucks cup on Game of Thrones by any chance? I did. I'm behind on Game of Thrones. I haven't watched this season yet, but I did. I did. Uh, I did see the coffee cup uh, snapshots yeah, going around. I'm a whole season behind, so I have to catch up with last season before I can watch this season. Which means I'll probably never watch it, or I'll have to wait, a, you know, until next year. I think. Uh, I think the creators of the show need to embrace that as their like trademark now. Like they're they're gonna apparently going to be cool. doing the the old Republic movies for uh for like Star Wars. So it's like that. That coffee cup needs to show up somewhere in like the the old Republic in a Star Wars movie now. That needs to be the game you play while watching their movies. Do you think they did that on purpose? I don't think they did it on purpose. Well, maybe. I mean, I, I, anything is possible. I mean, people like things going viral, but uh, <laughs> maybe I could see it. I could see some marketing person thinking, "Hey, let's put this crazy thing in here, and everyone will go nuts on the internet and be talking about Game of Thrones online all day." Well, they, but, I mean, they were talking about it. It was a bad press, saying. but like, as no such thing. Everyone's well, going to go. Everyone's going to have to jump to HBO and, and watch that episode now and find the coffee cup in it. So, well, and when I looked it up online, one of the first things that came up was like a Reddit thread, and I don't understand Reddit, so I don't know how Reddit works exactly. <laughs> but when I opened it, there was a meme, I think a meme, uh, uh, that said like, you know, as if we needed, you know, reason you know further reason to 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 know they don't care anymore or something like that you know what I mean? like so so if if it is press it's probably not the kind of press that they want but at the same time i don't know like uh may, maybe you know 
it's it, now they've opened a whole door for like Starbucks crossover Game of Thrones <laughs> stuff, right? So yeah, you know, well, well, it's the last season of Game of Thrones, so it's not a particularly lucrative. There's always the DVD box set, you know. You can always there's always there's always another thing that they can they can they can sell. So well, they've been already announced in the DVD. It's coming well, the Blu-ray, I guess it would be now. It'd be it's going to be digitally erased. So which makes me kind of sad. I don't think I'm like, so. That I think, I think it should off. stay in there. Yeah, that pisses me off. I feel like I understand why they're doing it, but I really feel like. It's history now. Just leave it. it, it embrace, embrace the purity yeah. of your accident. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, oh, I saw I, I saw Cobra Kai season two. So I've oh I've, you have I've okay that. yeah um, I, uh, I I should in the next week have a little more free time to uh, to I, embrace season two of Cobra Kai. I really want to get people on 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 Cobra Kai because uh, I have very strong opinions about what I saw. And I don't know if other people are going to share my opinions. I feel like I might be alone in the room, but I would like to know what other people think. Um, yeah, I, I, I'll definitely get to that. It's uh, it, So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to spoil it for you, so I won't say anything beyond that. But, uh, but yeah. we'll talk about Cobra Kai, hopefully, in the next you know week or so. And this Friday, we are doing Ongbok, right, on Wuxia Weekend? We are, yes. So, so for those who don't know, Ongbok is um, it's like a Thai Muay Thai martial arts movie, basically starring Tony Jaa, and it came out I think in two thousand three. And it was a when it first came out, it was like I was blown away when it came out. I don't know if everybody else was, but I was you know just thrilled. And it was it was, it was sort of like I saw it as a groundbreaking movie, and uh, and and I was expecting that we were going to get all these other movies with Tony John. We did get other movies with him, but it, well, I, I expected him to become much bigger than he became uh, after that movie. Um, so, so anyways, you know, we'll, we'll be back uh, probably Sunday or Wednesday for another episode of Far Escape, especially now that we're getting at the end. And, and, and there's plenty of other stuff coming out this week. And, uh, you know, people should check out our Patreon, you know, all the rest. I will post links in the description below. As you can probably tell, I'm a bit tired sounding. Um, I do want to say I'm, I'm a little under the weather today, so that's part of it. But also, it's been a very long day. <laughs> so, um, mm-hmm. so, so anyways, we will, we will be back on. We will talk to you later.